Hi, I'm Georgia. And I'm Amanda. I have bipolar one. And I have depression. Welcome to Going Loco, a podcast where you don't have to go loco alone. We got you, boo. Think of us as a companion podcast to your next mental breakdown. Do we think mental health is serious? Absolutely. Do we need to be solemn about it? Absolutely not. Are we going to be PC about it? Not a chance. So all the lunatics, the psychos, the cray-crays, the mentals, the kooky peeps, the nutsos, we see you, we hear you. We are you. Are you low? Are you high? Come as you are. And we'll be here discussing all things mental health. Welcome. Welcome. Ding, ding, ding. Generic trigger warning. Okay, so we both hate trigger warnings and we swore black and blue that we wouldn't do a trigger warning. So here is our trigger warning. This podcast is about sad things. This podcast is about when you're having a shit one. But mostly this podcast is about having a laugh because Amanda and I never fail to find the laugh. So there's some dark laughs, guys. So, to the trigger warning, if you're a person like us who likes to stamp it all down real deep and then you can't read or hear about certain topics for fear it will completely crack you open and you're afraid you'll never stop weeping, if you'd rather shit yourself in public than cry, firstly, hello, you're one of our people. Secondly, here comes your warning that today's podcast touches on some rough content around mental health. Crazy man, a pair of shit outrides. Georgia and Amanda. Head mouse, head mouse, frequent flyers. Amanda and Georgia are going local. Come with us and go local too. We're going local. So this is part two of Sean Goes Loco. So if, mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to episode six, we do recommend you go back and listen yes. to episode six just so you get a feel for the broadness of Sean's accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get used to it, really acclimatise yourself. Settle in. Settle in, right? So last week we um, we talked about uh, his experience with um, going in and out of a psych ward, mm-hmm. um, what that looked like. Uh, yep. We talked about his medicine. We asked the age-old question, is Gary a planted cop or a nurse? Of course he's a cop. Everyone of course he's a, a cop. bloody cop. But this week we are talking about Sean's experience with ECT, treatment authorities, mm-hmm. a little bit about support systems, and there is some chat in there, guys, about um, suicidal thoughts and how mm-hmm. they manifest for us. So skip over that if that's not for you. Yep. Um, Bob, we hope you enjoy the episode. Hey. Hey. All right, so Sean, ECT, my friend, tell us a bit. Tell us all about that because we've got a bit of a one flew over the cuckoo's nest media portrayal of that one. Mm. When it was first presented as an idea to me, that was my general consensus oh. too. You know, it's a pretty scary concept letting someone chuck you under and shoot some bolts through your head yeah. so you induce a seizure. Is it's that a what pretty fucking full on concept? And what, what do they give you sedative-wise? You're not a... What? An ethicist. Oh, you're out. Yep. Yeah. But it's quick. The, from 
when I am knocked out to when I wake up in the day surgery, it's maybe 10 minutes. Wow. So okay. it's quick acting, quick. like profile. To yeah. Like they're banging them out. Like it's it's one after the other. <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah, it's the day and everyone rolls in. Yeah. There's apps. Yeah, right. This is the day we're doing it. And it's three days a week, was it? No, no. I was doing, um, I started off, so I, under the treatment authority, I went 12 bouts of ECT, which was, in the medical sense of the terms, a full dose. Yep. I guess. And the first four were one a week. Every Wednesday... They dragged me down from the psychiatric ward. I was still, like, they have to monitor you and whatever. So I was still actually in the public health care. And it was just another day in the office for the first four. Okay. You know, like, I've been a bit of a wreck with my physical health as well. So I'm no no stranger to surgery and going under and whatever. So, yeah, it was, you know. 12 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> We're going down. Time for the bolt. Yeah, you yeah. go under. They do their bit. You wake up and you go back up to the same fucking ward you've walked around for the last month. <laughs> and do they give you, like I remember with my sister when she had it, they give you something to bite down on you, don't they, for your mouth? Do they? So I didn't get anything uh... to bite down on because, as I said, the, the process of ECT, the therapeutic, the, isn't, it isn't necessarily the electricity running through your head. Uh-huh. It's the byproduct of running electricity through your head inducing a seizure. Yeah, so, like, yeah. what are, again, layman's terms being described as is, you know, your, the seizure, your brain... Can't compute. Like, like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. The body's... Rejected, kind of. It's like, like, after 12 sessions, it was like someone hit the reset button. Go again. Have another crack. (laughs) (laughs) Your brain's good now. Yeah, your brain was no good, so we hit the reset button. We hacked it up, yeah. Yeah. But then, so, because you, I know, so, Georgia, your sister, um, it didn't really work for her with her mania, but she got, de- she had it for depression. depression. I'd actually yeah. never heard of it being used for mania. Yeah. Well, well so, my mum had uh, mania and also acute postnatal psychosis, so seeing and hearing things that weren't there for weeks and weeks on end. Um, yeah, and she said that it worked her yeah it did um like it was a long road she wasn't right for you know the first year and then some but that it did like you say hit some sort of reset button and it, it got her on the path to getting well but yeah with my sister when they did it for depression just didn't didn't work for whatever reason yeah yeah because you've off been off as well as you've ever been off record yeah we did have a little bit of a chat and she did only have two bouts well, I could be not, I could be misremembering that. I was thinking she had two hospitalizations, so I'm not sure okay. this was a Were they lengthy hospitalization? I can't remember. I feel like that it was 
she was specifically going in for the ECT. So she'd had the big, she'd had the big high with the psychotic features, yeah, um, acute psychosis with the big high, and then swung back down and like couldn't, like it was unbelievable. From where she was, she was just like every morning, zombie, just a zombie, just no one there. Like she'd get up in the morning, sit in her chair. And just stare and couldn't, and she'd kind of, it was literally, yeah, rock a little bit. Was it dr- Was that the drugs or just because, uh, no offence, Sean, but you were like that, because Sean had so many drugs to bring him down from the drug and juice yeah. cycle. Like so, like, Sean was like, couldn't hold a cup of coffee. Like, yeah, she was like, saying, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think probably a combination of, yeah, I guess when you're high, you need all these drugs and they're yeah. kind of barely touching the sides and kind of slowly bringing you down and then you your body and brain comes down and then you're right, that stuff hits you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. But I think it was part of the depression as well. It was both, I think. Yeah. yeah. I only ask about the two sessions and her not finding a therapeutic yeah. effect is, uh, you know, I, I went into it, this was pretty much the last straw. Yeah, okay. I tried every drug that bought out. Uh, yeah. I'd been through the processes and, and I still wanted to hang from a rope. Yeah. So. It's bloody magnetic yeah. rods. Yeah. Spoiling Jeez. everybody. Yeah, yeah, spoiling my plans. Spoiling <laughs> plans. Be serious. So uh, the way ECT was presented to me, even though I was under a treatment authority and didn't have any say in it, yeah. was this is a Rolls Royce, mate. Okay. This is... It's pretty par for the course, though, in, like, when we talk about different health systems. I know in Melbourne it's kind of last... It is the last port of call, but I've, I've, my understanding is Queensland are a bit more like, oh, feeling unwell? How about a jump? Uh, um, look, but then you were always going to be... Presented yeah. after a decade yeah. of mental health yeah. issues, you know, like... It was like, all right, like he's just given everything a crack. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I personally can't comment on yeah what the yeah. what the protocols. Are I reckon there. it's gone through. Like I remember my mum saying, like she called it fashions, but like well, you know yeah. treatment. So in the seventies, it was quite a big like oh yeah ECT. Like it was quite widely and easily distributed at the time, and then yeah probably went through a bit of a backing off a bit from it and then, yeah. Reintroduced. Reintroduced, yeah. It, is, it does get bad press, to be honest. Like, when it was yeah. presented well, I was, when, you said, yeah, when you said you were getting it, I was like, whoa, dude, whoa. Yeah, yeah. and I was much the strange. same. When yeah, I was terrifying. presented yeah. with the prospect of ECT, you know, that's that's for people that... Uh, you know, it's for those crazy people, not me. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, I'm not crazy yeah, enough like, for that. Yeah, don't on. get me wrong, after a decade, I was pretty that. self-aware. Yeah. That but it's confronting. I had some yeah. chemical imbalances. <laughs> yeah, and but, I just, you know, so many because you, you know, you haven't been in the psych ward, and even when things are going tough for you, I feel like your, your head is not. It doesn't spiral as quickly as it did before ECT. Like I'd speak to you and you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm feeling shit." And you know, obviously because we've had years of talking to you and making sure we know where you're at in this, which I see is a not a journey, but a, this particular episode. So um, 
every time you've ended up in the psych ward, I feel like it's just a waiting period and I'll be talking to you and I was like, oh, Sean's, Sean's at the beginning of an episode and we just got to wait it out until yeah. you're ready to go into yeah. the psych ward and it always has always ended in the psych ward. I don't think you've ever been able to pull yourself like drugs have not helped no. to pull you back from that spiral that ends uh, in the psych- yeah. suicidal thoughts. And I would the psych agree. Ward. I would agree with that train of thought. For yeah, sure. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm talking to mum and she's like, "Oh, do you think it's time he goes to the psych ward?" I said, "Oh, I don't think we're there yet. Like it's coming. We're just, you just yeah. got to wait it out." Yeah, like, you know. And I always really appreciated everyone talking about my mental. Health. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know, maybe he's fucking, yeah, maybe we should put him in. Is he only partially cooked or is he fully cooked? Yeah. How yeah. bad is he? I've seen him worse. Pretty much. You're welcome. <laughs> well, no, because you can't, like, I would never section you, but you can, if you have expressed harm, that you're going to self-harm, like, I can legally, oh, is that how I can legally section Sean. But I'm always like, you know where you're at, and I would never do that to you because you'll never forgive me for that. Yeah. Um, but if you're a hunter, you go. Yeah, but if you, you girls might find this interesting. Yeah. So, uh oh. We're talking about <laughs> Queensland <laughs> sure? putting me under a treatment authority yeah. Uh, yeah. where the powers that be are going to make the calls for me. So that got taken off here. So just explain a little bit about treatment orders because, which is like being sectioned basically. So pretty much I presented to ED Mm. in a very bad way. I was suicidal. I was ready to fucking go. Um, And with the severity of the, you know, how I presented, it was in the best interest for people that have, gone to uni for eight years to make the calls for me. Yeah. But in saying that, ECT, you know, they don't just go, all right, we're going to zap you. Yeah. It's a, um, it's a, it's a process. So I actually, uh, the state gave me a lawyer to advocate for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? And no. I, yeah, and oh. you actually have to present your case yes. to it's the mental tribunal. health. Yeah, yeah, it's the mental to, health tribunal. To get it? To get it. Yeah. And prior to me speaking with my lawyer, the psychiatrist said, look, you know, you tick all the boxes. You're the perfect candidate. <laughs> You've got the job. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> Doesn't pay as well as a chimney, but you our, got it, mate. Our, our last hurdle is because you are under a treatment authority and don't really get a say at this point. Uh, so our biggest hurdle, because he was pushing hard for ECT, yeah. is whether your lawyer has his head wrapped around ECT or not, whether the lawyer's going to advocate for, for you, for ECT. Did he? He did. Yeah. But he's on your behalf. I, it, was, it was a phone call on yeah. the communal phone in the like, my initial contacts with said lawyer or legal yeah. aid. I was very down to business, done in 60 seconds. He went, yeah, what do you reckon about ECT? Oh, and what do you reckon? I'm at 
<laughs> I'm at the end, so I'll give it a go. He went, beauty. So I'll see you at the tribunal. Well, Yay, Queensland. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so but if you're under a treatment order. Yes, which I only recently, like six out. weeks ago, got off. So yeah. does that mean you have to stick to everything that was in that treatment order medication-wise? Medication wise, and are they checking you and testing yes, you? Yes, wow. um, yeah. they, you know, I was a bit lax in my opinion, okay. but six weekly checking, checking, um, yeah, okay. make sure I'm tracking well, yeah, I'm presenting well, yeah, piss in a cup. Yeah, but if you're under a treatment, they want you to do this treatment, and that you're under their authority, but you still get rights, basically, as a patient, mm. because you know uh, when you were yes, like, I want to come out of the sock ward, and you went to the tribunal. To this be, is the first time to be honest, I was the perfect candidate for a treatment authority because I was on board with all the calls yeah. that. The powers oh, that yeah. be were so making. You didn't resist. You were yeah, there was compliant. no resistance. Yeah. But if there was resistance from me, like, oh, I don't agree with this course of pharmaceuticals. Yeah, okay. That's when they go to that. <laughs> and so then are they, what, injecting you then so that you can't? Um, well, as I said it, I was the perfect candidate and yeah. never got to yeah, that stage. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, yeah. And obviously, you know, in hospital, it was perfect because they could monitor me. Yeah, of course. And yeah, right. yep. under a treatment authority, they have to monitor me but release me into the wild at yeah. the same time. Okay. So I think it was four <laughs> visits a week. Four, uh, right. So, yeah, well, okay. you were doing ECT, yeah. and you, but you yeah. were living at home. Yeah, oh, I did I four bouts of ECT. In the ward. Yeah. And then I did the last eight at home. Yeah, fine. I'd just go in for the day. Yeah, okay. And saying I went in for the day, being quite a serious, you know, especially when yeah. anaesthetists are involved, oh, yeah. it was, yeah. you know, ECT's done in 10 minutes, but I had to legally spend 16 hours on the ward. To monitor for any yeah. effect. Yeah, that's after fair. that. That's fair. So you know, it was a, it was You're an right. overnight stay every time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And did it affect your short term memory? I've heard <gasps> that it does. Oh, yeah. So it's quite funny you ask that. Like yeah. they obviously they're monitoring everything. Yeah. So the RN comes around and goes. Yeah. What's the RN? Registered nurse and um, goes. Yeah. What day is it? <laughs> What's a year? I wouldn't know that. I'm going to repeat five words to you. Yeah. But I'm always the same fucking like five words. Oh. So I'd be <laughs> telling them to You're her cheating. before she said them. You're <laughs> Maybe they need to change the words. Yeah. yeah. So uh, in on the short term memory front, I no, I did not have. Any side of it. I only reap the benefits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay, good. good. That's so much. I don't know. I probably do remember you have a lawyer. There's so, there's so much content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, the other things I wanted to we wanted to go through were, were support systems. As I said earlier in the piece, like, you know, that I was through the public health system the whole yeah. time and avoiding the side 
Keatrick Ward at all yeah. costs. Did a shit ass job. Always ended up back there. <laughs> you always caught up with you. Yeah. You can run, but you couldn't hide. Yeah. <laughs> but um, a big part of my execution of trying to stay out of the ward yeah. was family. Yes. Like I was yeah. extremely blessed yeah. to have, you know, even though some didn't understand it or want to understand it. Yeah. They wanted the best for me and yeah. were at my back completely. Yeah. So that was huge. Yeah. Didn't hurt that I'm 32 and all my best mates went to primary school with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a good, yeah, I've got a good core group of yeah. friends as well. Yeah. Like, and they're very understanding. Yeah. yeah. Of course, the public health system was the safety net. Yeah. But... I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for that support. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tell us about uh, have you been suicidal? Have you had an attempt? Yes, I've been suicidal several times. First time, first time I acted on it. Yeah. Like there were probably troublesome thoughts before then, but yeah. was post meth. Mm-hmm. And uh, extremely ashamed of what I'd done uh, and yeah. didn't want anyone to know. Uh, and every prick's like, what What's the fucking neck? Or just the mark. No, oh. The mark. Oh, and like I tried to tell boring. everyone that. You ran into a door or something? No, I was riding <laughs> a push bike and a fucking low hanging branch with me. <laughs> I think I got that. I ran into a door. Meanwhile, Sean had been in bed for like months. Months. Like you probably been didn't leave. Here. Yeah. Like what, what was been, out there? Nothing. Nothing was going. Yeah. Like you come in. Like, bed was comfy. Yeah. I'll pay good money for the mattress. <laughs> I'm hungering down. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you were. Yeah. He was like, I'm I, riding the uh, bike. You can't even get. You can't go to the toilet. I was at the. Point like post my first attempt, yeah. yeah. Where, as Amanda said, I made myself a little bunker, yep. in my bedroom, and I was on all these pharmaceuticals, yep. but I didn't want to face whatever was past the bedroom, yeah, yeah. So, when my glass of water ran out and mum wasn't there to fill it up, I just yep. Tried to scoff me drugs dry. Yeah. So, you know, dry reaching and shit. Yeah. That breaks it up. Oh, yeah, it was way harder than just fucking walking to the tap. Wow, was it though? <laughs> the lightning round. Ready? Is All this right. just. Yeah. <laughs> so, highlight of having a mental illness? All right, let's go with low, low light. <laughs> yeah, low light's definitely like. You know, you're in a pretty dark spot if you're yeah. done with it. Yeah. You know, you're trying to end your life yeah. and all the emotions and shit that goes with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Did you feel relief once in your mind you're like, I'm going to do it? Was there a relief with that? Or no? Um, no. No. It was because mm. it was always – it was – I've had three attempts yeah. mm. and every time it was never on a whim. No. Yeah. It was you know, quite I'd, planned. I thought this out yeah. for the month prior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How I was going to execute it, how yeah. it was going to be done. 
Yeah. Yeah, my main drama was no. my actions affecting others. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny because I was talking to you, like, when we talk about suicidal thoughts, mine are, mine's always like, I have relief when I have them because I'm like, just feels like a solution yeah, right. to the overwhelm. Yeah. So I guess that moving away from just, I just need to yeah. get away from it. Yeah. yeah. Suicide was never a solution. Suicide was ending the pain. Ending the pain. Yeah. 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 Whereas my suicidal thoughts are more, again, the weather coming in with the depression and then I just have to just grip through them. They're just there. Um, but they're not a yeah, solution. They're shit thoughts. Yeah. It's just, just like grip. I need to get on top of them. Yeah. Oh, no. I tend to ride it like a wave. Like they're there. I can't control that they're there. And I just allow them to be there. And How just, far do you let them go? Well, I have no control. I guess, yeah. I, yeah. Wrong use of words. <laughs> yeah, like, there we go. I mean, it's kind of a limit. That, that was a good question because yeah. I didn't have a plan. I never got – so yeah. when you – because this is what the cat team taught us when we were with, with Sean yeah. was you asked – are you having suicidal thoughts? And then the next step do is do you have a plan? So because yeah. you've been at different stages in your suicidal mm. thoughts, which is, yes, I'm having suicidal thoughts. Do you have yeah. a plan? Don't have a plan. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's, a lot of the time yeah. I was yeah. presented with that question. I was like, I don't have a plan. I just have very worrying thoughts. Yeah. 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 But once you get a plan, because like that's, I had yeah. to seek help because I felt like I'd got, you know, serious psychological help because yeah. not that I hadn't done that previously. But I had to make a suicide plan in the bloody – there's like in a the fucking app. Work. Yeah, there's like oh. an app for it where you can – like a suicide prevention plan and oh, not share a suicide it. planning app. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I would like to. Yeah. Oh, is, yeah. oh, I like the concept. Prevention. Yeah. I like the concept of sharing the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, problem shared is a problem marked. Yeah. It shouldn't be cracking jokes. <laughs> no, that's this is our this is I took you away from your app though. Tell me more. Oh yeah, so the app is like yeah. uh, and it's got a it's got what you're planning to do kind of thing and then yeah. you're having suicidal thoughts and then it's got like who are the people that you can call when you're feeling suicidal? Okay. Like, who are your go-to people? Yeah, yeah. Top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the list, yes. Top show. Um, yeah. And, like, photos of them. You can, like, upload photos oh, of your loved one. Okay, yeah. Um, Reminds me of the government quit smoking now. It is like the government quit smoking <laughs> Quit suicide. Just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> quit now. Drugs. Just don't do it. Suicide. Australia <laughs> says no. <laughs> Does it? Is that like, oh. <laughs> Could be. I just got that. Yeah. No, because we don't talk about it. You know, it's one of the yeah. papers. Yeah, Ever. that's someone's suicides in the paper. I hate the way that it's not in the Because you know when you're like, she died like this, like blah, blah, blah. Super she... vague, super vague. Yeah, super vague, super vague. And you're like, like yeah, call like the cause of death, and it's, they don't put the cause of death in the newspaper. And the only trick, the only flag to knowing that it's suicide is yeah. the lifeline phone number being in the But they do have a problem. Have you ever seen so a high school, if the high school has a suicide, yeah. they go into like full fucking lockdown mode and because they often have... They don't cats. want to be associated with the suicide. No, because the kids... Copycat. It happened at our high school. Yeah. There was like nine kids that... <gasps> That topped them. So it was before, like, it was actually when Lex was at high school, my older sister, and there was, like, nine. Yeah. I think it was all guys, yeah, that all took their lives. I think you can't uh, quite see past the 
Yeah, I'm extremely interested. About the figures are all fucking telling us that predominantly men. Absolutely. Yeah. Have it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You and know, there's the argument that it's because they, you know, choose the more violent, oh, like, they are appropriate, more like, you know, like. That they're more they're, successful. Yeah. What are your thoughts they, around, like, that statistic, like, I why are males? Road, I think the road toll is uh, is accountable it's for suicide. It's all linked, well. though, isn't it? Because males are much more likely to die by suicide, but also by accidents. And and even boys, like baby boys, so baby boys in the womb are more yeah. likely to die. Really? And even more likely to die by accident and injury in their first year of life. I think yeah. it's... Because you know, boys are kind of a bit behind girls developmentally. Yeah initially when they're babies and toddlers and then it's kind of like it just continues doesn't it that risk of accident injury suicide yeah yeah i think there's suicide but i reckon oh look i just want to blame it on toxic masculinity but you know well um, it's there it's present i see it every day at work i'm a (laughs) fucking tradie so (laughs) look if you're having a rough time you tell a tradie to talk about his feelings (laughs) or even to you know it's just that it's a hammer yeah. Why you get fucked? <laughs> oh, to toughen up and like all the, pr- I think just all the pressures and, and just, yeah. And women just usually have a network. You're different because you actually have a network of males yeah. that are open and very core. blessed, very blessed. Yeah, but whereas like I don't know that a lot of males have that. So if they're having these feelings, if they, if it's never been, you know, if you've got no outlet, you don't know how to do it. Yeah. Like, you know how to talk about it because you've been to therapy. You had a bit of practice. <laughs> You've been to therapy and stuff, but you also, like, have people around you asking you, you know, before you had mental health episodes, I, you know, I would never know to be like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you having suicidal thought now? I'm like, yeah. you know, what a question. Just, it's such a Just that question, yeah. like, we got a national day now. Yeah. Are you also, okay? Yeah. Ask your fucking... Yeah. Like, definitely progressing. So that concludes our very abruptly. We didn't end the interview very well there. Never mind. Always learning. I think uh, the next interview he had turned up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we were like, Sean, tell wrap it up, Sean. God, God, wrap it up. Um, so thank you. We, we'd like to thank Sean Robinson for coming in and speaking mm-hmm. to us and being so open about yeah. his experience. And we hope you've all learned something. And again, we just want to reiterate that these episodes are dedicated to Jacob, Ross, and Woodsy. You're the best mates that um, Sean could have ever asked for. Um, and our family really appreciates everything that you do for him. So big shout out to you boys. Love your work. Good uh, on you fellas. Love it. Good support systems as we talked about. Super important. Yeah. Very anyway, Georgia, what are we talking about next week? So next fortnight we will be delving. Fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over committing there. <laughs> Weekly, no, fortnight. So, yeah, so next fortnight we will be talking about medication. Yes. Ooh, so look forward. Yeah. Looking forward to um, seeing you then, guys. Yep. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you can believe it, we're on social media and plugging the shit out of it. Follow us at Going Loco Podcast on Instagram and Going Loco on Facebook. Want to join your peeps? Come and hang out in the Going Loco Lounge on Facebook groups. And look, you've probably never heard this before, but rate and review and chuck us five stars and we'll love you forever. Also, got a story about going loco? 
DM us on socials, shoot us an email or leave us a speak pipe on the website. You'll find all the links in the show notes and we'll be going loco fortnightly. So tune in.